I'm just glad that you're here as well and that God's going to use you tonight. It's a super busy time in Steve's life, but he, he made the effort to be here uh, early, and so I thank you and pray that God honors you for that. Um, these lights are a little bright down here because you can't, I can't, see, I know there's people out there, um, but I can't see you. So, um, but Steve, why don't you come on up and minister? Um, thanks, Steve, for coming. Would you welcome Steve as he comes tonight? Thank you. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Wow, when I came in here tonight, the presence of God was just like it was, grabs you or something. It's hard to describe, but it's just wonderful. And I know he's honoring the fact that you're here to, to just seek him. And I think the key word is listen. You know, Jerry Merrill paid me the biggest compliment a while back. She said, Steve, you're a part of this family. I love it. I love that. Made my day, made my week, made my year. So, um, you know, there's a great move of God coming. Uh, one prophetic person had this dream, and I really trust this person. Said there was this huge wall, and it was like man-made, but it had these huge boulders it was made of, and the boulders were so monstrous, and the wall was so high. In the dream, she said the wall was just so high, you couldn't describe how high it was. But then she said on the top of the wall, she saw water starting to come over. And she, she told the people in the dream, look out, get out of the way, because there's a... And she said the stones began to just cave in, these monumental stones. And, uh, and I've been hearing that all over. There's a great move of God coming. And we just want to be open. We want to get our hearts open. Just be ready to uh, let, him, let him move. And then another prophetic person said that, God said, before I'm coming in, the, in a new move, a new revival, he said, I had to send the grace message. Because the Holy Spirit uh, said that he had to send the grace message because he said, I'm not, he said, I'm socially unacceptable in many people's eyes. Because people have this attitude about God. God hates them. You know, have you ever asked somebody to come to church and they said, no, the roof will fall in? You know, and, you know, I would say, well, we have hard hats for you. But um, anyway, just to lighten up, could I tell you one little blonde joke? You don't mind, do you? Just, uh, this is going to be very brief. During a recent company password audit, it was found that a blonde was using the following password. The password was Mickey, Minnie, Pluto, Huey, Dewey, Louie, Donald, and Goofy. When asked why such a big password, she said, well, it said it had to be at least eight characters long. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> this book has been all over the world. You can hear the voice of God. And then the DVD series is six hours of teaching. I'm going to take 10 or 15 minutes and just share about hearing the voice of God. Uh, people say, Steve, how do you hear from God? And I, I, I like to put it this way. It's not, it's not how you hear from God. It's where you hear from God. God. God bypasses the brain. I can't explain how it happens, but you hear from God in your inner man. But your inner man will immediately tell your brain. But I always say about the brain, the brain's a great servant, but it's a terrible master. 
it, it, it gets in God's way. So uh, you don't have to be a prophet or even have a prophetic ministry to hear from God. Uh, Jesus said, of course, in John 10, 27, my sheep know my voice. They, they know my voice. They don't, hear, they don't recognize the voice of a stranger. People say a lot of times, when you ever talk about hearing the voice of God, well, we need the word. <laughs> but when you, you open the word, the word says, listen to the Spirit. Open, uh, follow the Holy Spirit. They that are led by the Spirit are the sons of God. Uh, Acts 16, there was such a wonderful direction. They were going to go to Asia and preach, and it said the Holy Spirit forbid them. They were going to go over to another place to preach. The Holy Spirit said no. And then, a man, they, then one person had a vision of Macedonia and a man saying, come over here and help us. And they went there. And, so the, and it's amazing when you read the book of Acts how many times it says the Holy Spirit told us. The Holy Spirit said it seemed good to us and to the Holy Spirit. James Robinson, you probably know his ministry. He's been around for years. But he, he came out of the Baptist thing. And, of course, he got persecuted for saying God speaks today, and his statement was to the preachers. He said, if you don't believe God speaks today, then how do you know you were called to the ministry? <clears throat> Which I think is pretty profound. Uh, so, the Hebrews 8:10, for this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my laws in their mind and write them on their hearts. I will be their God and they shall be my people. In other words, the will of God is inside you. He's written it on your heart. It's in your DNA. Uh, and God is not withholding. I, I love James 1.5 because he said, if any man wants to know the will of God, wants to know what God wants him to do, Living Bible says, he said, let him ask of God if you need wisdom, if you have a question, let him ask of God and God will not upbraid you. He will not embarrass you. He will not say, well, that's a stupid question. But he'll, he'll, he'll give you generous answers. But he said, when you ask, ask believing and expecting. And, and he's, in other words, when you ask, expect that God is going to talk to you. Expect that he's going to speak to you right then. I always say when you're hearing from God, if you, if, you have, if you need direction, go to God with one question at a time. Don't go to God with three or four questions because it's going to throw you in confusion because well, the Holy Spirit will start talking to you, but you don't know what he's talk, what, what, what of your questions he's addressing. So I always take a tablet, a piece of paper, and say, God, I've got a question I want to ask. And then as I'm writing, uh, as I'm hearing things, I'll see a picture or hear something in my spirit or have an impression, write it down and make a record of everything you hear about that question. And then... So you need direction about something else, then go to that, and then see what you feel. It's amazing how clear it becomes. It's not simple, it's, it's not complicated, but the Lord will impress upon you His voice. I love to teach on hearing from God. I told pastors this is my favorite subject, but I've had incredible experiences hearing God, but I still, to this day, after all these years in the ministry, when I hear from the Lord, I always say, this may be the Lord, but I may be making it up. <laughs> you know, it's that faint, and it's... And I don't think it's going to get any louder. In fact, when I was first a believer filled with the Spirit, somebody says, the more you walk with the Lord, the fainter his voice becomes. <laughs> I wanted to slap the person because I said, you know, I can't hear him now. You mean it's going to get more faint? But, but it becomes a knowing. It becomes an, you trust these impressions. You, you trust these. <clears throat> I was in a meeting in Tennessee recently, and 
lady came up for prayer, and I, didn't, I just had the slightest impression. I said, your dad had a big impression on you. And she said, oh, he did. And she said, he, when he passed away, the night he passed away, I had a dream, and my dad was giving me his shoes to walk in. And, and it was just such an impression there. She said he had such an influence on me, but he's dead, and now he wants me to walk in. The Holy Spirit saying you're to walk in that, those shoes. But when you hear from the Lord, you're always going to have that sense, well, maybe I'm making it up. Somebody put it this way. Logos, L-O-G-O-S, Logos, the word, is what God has said, but Rhema is what God is saying now. I love that. I love, that the, I love the fact that there's a difference between revelation and information. Deuteronomy 8.3 says, God says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds. So we have the Bible, which I believe is bread, but then we have the author of the Bible, the Holy Spirit, who's going to direct us to certain scriptures and going to direct us to what he's saying right now. So you, you can, we, have, we have the Bible, the owner's manual, if you will, but we also have the, the sweet person of the Holy Spirit who's going to talk to us, who's going to guide us, and uh, just to exhort a couple more minutes here, um, I believe our spirit is like a shutter on a camera. You know, when, the, when there's dark, the shutter is made to open wider to let more light in. Sometimes when you're just praying, you know, you say, well, I can't hear God. One thing to do is, is start praying in the spirit. And it seems like the more you pray in the spirit, your, your shutter literally opens. Your, your, your spirit just gets more open and you begin to hear from heaven. Uh, I believe the Holy Spirit is talking all the time. It is hard to see people out there, but I think they're out there. Uh, but uh, I really do. I believe the Holy Spirit is talking to any Christian constantly, showing you things, talking to you about things. But I believe the brain, the mind, it's a wonderful gift from God, but it can be guilty of being an abortionist. This, this thing will abort what the Holy Spirit said. It's saying, for example, have you ever had, you feel like just during the day, boy, I feel so-and-so's on my mind. So I've had so-and-so on my mind. And your brain says, well, no, no, that can't. And then later you find out they were desperately in need of prayer. And so your, your, your reasoning mind was throwing away that thought. And the Holy Spirit was trying to say, yeah, call them, pray for them, you know, call them and encourage them and, and so forth. First uh, John says, I like verse 20, 1 John 2, 27, he says, but the anointing which you have received from him abides in you. Somebody said 1 John 2, 27 is the best prevention of heresy because the Holy Spirit in you will keep you from heresy. But the anointing which you've received from him abides in you. How many know that's good news? He doesn't come and go. He abides. He's there every 24-7. He's not mad at you. He's, he's there to teach you. He said, you do not need that anyone teach you. Doesn't mean you don't have teachers, but it means that your spirit will know truth. Your spirit will bear witness to truth. But as the same anointing teaches you concerning all things and is true and is not a lie, just as it is taught you, you will abide in him. So he doesn't come and go. 
the, the word anointing there is the C-H-R-I-S-M-A, charisma, which means a thick oil or an unguent or a smearing, a special endowment. So uh, when the Holy Spirit speaks, it is always prophetic. It, is always, it always has a prophetic sense to it. Um, anytime the Lord talks, it's prophetic. It's, it's where he's guiding your life. It always, it, anything, and it, I'll put it this way, anything God says already exists. It's already true. But it also, <clears throat> anything he says is creative. So when, when the Holy Spirit speaks, like, for example, when Jesus said to Peter, to Simon, he says, you, your name has been Simon, but from now on your name is going to be Peter or, or Rock or Little Rock. <clears throat> Peter was already there. He didn't act like it, but he was already there. It was already so. So anytime we hear the Lord, whatever he says is already true. I, I just love that because... There's, there's a way to always know you're in the Spirit. You can, you can be in the Spirit, and you can know you're in the Spirit. Um, the, uh, I was with this woman in a meeting in Tennessee, <clears throat> and I just, her husband's a, he got in trouble with financial investments, but he, the, the judge just got angry and threw 12 years at him. This guy is the sweetest Christian you'd ever meet, nicest guy, but he's had to go to prison for 12 years. And so one night, just praying with her, she, she drove from Cincinnati to a place in Tennessee to be in a meeting, and the word of the Lord came to her and said concerning your husband that there's angels around him. Well, he's in a, he's in a minimum security thing, but... He, made one of the, he said something, made one of the guards mad, and they threw him in solitary confinement, but they put him in there with another guy who was a murderer kind of thing. And, and he, he told her later, he says, man, I just felt angels around me. Well, the Holy Spirit obviously knew what he was talking about, so uh, I, I just love that. Um, there was a word, and, and I want to tell you, again, everyone can hear from God. That doesn't make you a prophet. It doesn't make you anything. It just makes you a Christian. <laughs> but every, my sheep hear my voice. He didn't say my sheep listen to CDs. He said my sheep, they know my voice. You know, they, and, and we can recognize God's voice. It doesn't mean every time you're always going to be right. You're trial and error. But, but uh, this guy in Kansas City, he, one night the word of the Lord came to him, and it was, he was, uh, uh, the Lord said prophetically, he said, uh, I've got your back. Well, this guy, he went to the pastor, and he said, why would God say that? He said, I manage a restaurant. He said, I've got a very secure job, a wonderful job. And why would God say he's got my back? Well, a few days later, he made an offhand remark to one of his employees. She went to, it was just an innocent remark. She went to, uh, what is that called? The HR. Yeah. Anyway, all of a sudden, he lost his job. Three or four days after God said, and he had the most secure job and the best, one of the best restaurants in Kansas City. But then he told me now, he said, it, it, a month or two passed, but he said, now I'm making three times what I was making. I've got a different job, and he's, he's a happy camper. Hallelujah. But, but, 
But I love the fact that the Holy Spirit talks all the time. Let me just, let me wind this up. I just say, here's some real practical wisdom. Always carry a pen, a tablet, anything with you. It's, it's an attitude of expectation. I always go to bed with a pen, and I usually roll over and stab myself during the night, but, but, but I always say, God, I'm expecting you to talk to me in a dream. But anything the Lord speaks to you, write it down. Because you'll think it comes so clear, you'll think I'll remember it. You will not remember it because it didn't come through your brain. It came by the Spirit. If it came through your brain, you'd probably think, well, I'll remember that. But a lot of times in the night or just when you're in prayer, the Lord will just quicken something. I've gone back and found something in my own handwriting, and I have no memory of writing it down. Because the Holy Spirit gave it, I wrote it down, but it comes by the Spirit. And I always love to say, whenever the Spirit talks, he thinks he's right. And it's, it's, it's so wonderful. But just real quickly, I'll stop here with this. There's many ways to hear from God. Number one is through the Word. But in the Bible, it talks about Zacharias and Elizabeth, who it says they were flawless, they were blameless in the sight of the Lord. And yet when the angel of the Lord appeared to Zacharias and said, you and your wife are going to have a child, he rejected it. So even though he was blameless in the sight of God, they were just cameo in their walk with God. They were the, they were the leaders in their community, and they believed the word. But when the angel came with a spoken word, he rejected it. And God, the angel, ticked the angel off. I've never seen an angel, but if I do see one, I don't want to make him mad, you know. And, and, but, but, you know, he said, do you expect me to believe this? I'm an old man, and my wife is an old woman. That, that, that's Luke 1.18. And, and then, so we hear God through the word, but there's, it's one thing to have a Bible, but it's another thing for God to just give you a scripture and say this. Is your... The other way, we hear words in our spirit. Uh, the, the, uh, I was speaking up in Wisconsin one year, and I, pr- I was getting ready for a meeting. I was laying across the bed in a real spiritual position, and, and as I'm laying there, I heard the Lord, and he, 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 just words across my spirit. He, he said to me, to the, uh, concerning the people I was going to preach to that night, he said, he said these words, do you know why they don't have the gold? And I, with tremendous intellect, I said, no. And he says... Uh, and I waited about, a, about 30 seconds, and he said, they welcome me, but they don't follow me. Of course, I thought, well, I'm not going to tell them that, you know. But, 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 but just like there was, a lot of times you'll hear a sentence in your spirit. You'll just hear a sentence. I heard a sentence tonight for this, the guy wearing a hoodie back here, wave at me. I heard, I heard the Lord say, you're to ask for more. I heard him so clearly say, it just went across my spirit, you're to ask for more. And God will do it. God will manifest himself more. But you're to ask for more. And then the, another way God speaks is, is, is the, in, in pictures. I guarantee you, if we had a person come up here tonight and we all just said, let's lay hands on this guy, I guarantee you, many of you would say, boy, what we're praying, I see this. That's not a vision. It's a picture. It's two-dimensional, but it's very, very common for Christians when you pray to see a picture. You'll just, you'll, you'll just see a picture. And it's, I think it's like the old prophets, and they were seers in the Old Covenant, and they would see, just like we see television, they would see, and then they prophesy what they see. 
And, and, and it's amazing how accurate that is, and I've just had a multitude of experiences that way. Uh, in Hosea 12, verse 10, it says, I have spoken by the prophets, I have multiplied visions, I've given similitudes through the witness of the prophets. So the, these pictures are similitudes. It comes from the Hebrew dama, D-A-M-A-H, and it means, it means a mental picture. Uh, you, you see, I mean, you just see. The, third, the fourth way I think God speaks is visions. Acts 2.17 says your young men will see visions, your old men will dream dreams. Uh, dreams are a common way. I, I never go to bed without asking God for a dream. And I don't always get one, but a lot of times I'll, I'll dream a dream. I was just in Tallahassee a few days ago, and we were just talking about the Holy Spirit, and talking about the Holy Spirit, and the pastor had the most graphic dream. He said, I never dream. But it seems like we were just talking about the Holy Spirit, and the pastor went home, and he had a dream, and it was warning him uh, about something that was the enemy was trying to give trouble in the music department. And it was so graphic. And he said, man, I never dream. But we were just talking. You get talking about the Holy Spirit, and he'll start talking to you. The trouble is we shut him down. We don't live with an expectation. I'll tell you one thing. God loves to be talked about. He just loves to, you know, don't talk about him. Yeah. But don't, don't talk about how you're going to decorate your house. Talk about the, talk about the Lord. Talk about the Lord. So, then of course, God speaks through peace. There's a peace. Romans 5 says we have the peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, but then Colossians 3 says that we have the peace of God. It said, let the peace of God rule in your heart. So somebody said, well, I want you to go on a trip with me to Africa. And he said, well, I don't have peace about it. Oh, you don't have peace with God? I, I didn't say that. I said, I have peace with God, but I don't have the peace of God about going on this trip. God's not giving me peace. I'm not to go, that kind of thing. Uh, so, and then there's the inner witness. I love Romans 8, 16. He said, the Spirit himself bears witness in our spirit that we are the children of God. Sometimes the pastor will say something, and I'll just say, man, I bear witness to that. It just feels right, you know, just... It's just, it just wonderful. God speaks through conscience. Romans 2.15, uh, it says, Who will show the, uh, the work of the law written in their hearts, their conscience also bearing witness between themselves, their thoughts, accusing them or excusing them. So the Holy Spirit's on this earth to guide us. And one of my favorite ways God speaks, and I think this happens to all of us, God gives us his thoughts. I believe Jesus Christ lived a perpetual fast from his opinions, from his thoughts. He just fasted from his thoughts. You ought to try that for a week. It's amazing. But, but in other words, we have to be open to God's thoughts. Psalm 139, how precious are your thoughts to me, O God, how great is the sum of them. Amos 4, verse 13, for behold, he who forms mountains and creates the wind, who declares to man what his thought is, makes the morning darkness. Micah 4.12, but they did not know the thoughts of the Lord, nor did they understand his counsel. Amos 3.7, he reveals his secrets to the prophets. Isaiah 55, his thoughts are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His ways are higher than our ways. But it does not say they're unattainable. You can know the thoughts of God. And a lot of times that's just one way God will talk to you. How many know the enemy likes that too? He loves to give you thoughts. You have this disease, something's wrong with you, you, you have an odd-shaped head, you know, any, any kind of thought. And, and the enemy is always going to try to, but that's God's intention to speak to you through his thoughts. We can know his thoughts. Glory to God. And 1 Corinthians 2.13 says we compare spiritual things with spiritual. If you have a spiritual dream, you need a spiritual interpretation. I've had people say, man, I had a dream and 
I was in the casket, and oh, I'm so scared. I had this dream. I'm going to die. And I said, I said, that does not mean you're going to die. It means you're dying to self. <laughs> Your flesh is dying, but it doesn't mean. Anyway, I love it. And the final thing, I love Elijah because when he went before Ahab in 1 Kings 17, he said, he said these words. He said, as the Lord God of Israel lives before whom I stand. I love that. Because he, might, he said, King, I'm standing in front of you, but I'm really standing in front of God. And then he said something wonderful. He said, it's not going to rain again on this earth until I say it's going to rain. That's confidence. But I, I always say, Elijah, he had no illusion of separation. It's just me and God. I'm standing in front of you, hog jaws, but I want to tell you, I'm really standing in front of God. And I, I know it's not going to rain until I say it's going to rain. That's the same kind of thing. When Peter and John saw that man at the gate beautiful, they said, they didn't say, come to our church. They didn't say, look to Jesus. They said, look at us. The man thought he was going to get a donation. Peter said, nope, silver and gold I don't have, but what I do have, I'm going to give you. In the name of Jesus Christ, get up and walk, and he grabbed him by the right hand. The man who'd never walked one step in his life went walking and leaping and praising God. But, but he gave him. It's not what you have. It's, what, it's not what you know. It's what you have. Anyway, I like it. It's possible to hear from God. It's normal to hear from God. You heard about the guy who called the hospital in the middle of the night and said, the nurse answered and said, she's in labor, she's in labor. And he said, uh, the nurse said, is this her first child? She said, he said, no, this is her husband. <coughs> anyway. Uh, I was just jotting down things I was hearing tonight. <laughs> anyway, you, you know, a guy told me once, he said, if, if, if God can get you laughing, he can get his fist in your mouth without breaking your teeth. And I've always lived that because I think we're too serious. A merry heart does good like a medicine. Many times we're, and you know, one thing, if you're in strife, you're probably not going to hear the Lord because the Lord speaks in peace. And I, think, I, I get encouraged. Sometimes when I'm discouraged, I like, no, if, if I'm going to hear God, it's going to be an atmosphere of peace, and there's no strife in his, in his way of doing things. Praise God. There's someone tonight, you're being healed during this meeting. Uh, I, I, see, I just see your, like your stomach is on fire. And so I know that the Lord is healing you tonight. Um, the... Uh, Someone else, seems like you, um, I get a lot of things about people being sore tonight. There's someone who, you're just so sore in your back, God is touching you. Someone else, uh, your neck is so sore, and God is touching you, your neck. Uh, someone else that concerns your shoulder, and I keep seeing ice. I just see ice all around your shoulder. I don't know if it means you fell on the ice, or you literally put ice on your shoulder, because it's... It's so sore. But whoever that is, you know, God's just touching you tonight. Does that make sense? Anybody, anybody fall on the ice or hurt your shoulder? Or have you had your shoulder on ice packs or something? You fell on the ice? You had, you've had ice packs on it? Well, God's healing. What about you? You fell? You should be more careful. Uh, yeah. Your shoulder's still sore, though? You're, it's still sore? Somewhat. But anyway, well, God's touching you.
Um, somebody else I heard that you've, you've stopped smoking. You know, you used to smoke a lot, but I, but you know what I heard the Lord say? He said, you miss those cigarettes. God's going to fill that place in you tonight. You have stopped. You're probably going to live longer, but you really miss those cigarettes. <sighs> and there's somebody that has hemorrhoids, and I feel like you should come up front. No. Uh, but, uh, Um, <laughs> no hands laid on there, no sense. <laughs> um, I heard this, your first name is? Ken. 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 Ken, okay. I knew you were speaking English, I just, but uh, <laughs> Ken. Um, I stand over there and I just looked at you and I heard the Holy Spirit say, breakthrough's coming. Breakthrough is coming. It's on the way. Too late to get out of it. Um, I also, tonight, I just felt like there's somebody that's been, you've had so much sickness this recently in your body, and I think you're sitting here. Uh, I feel like we're supposed to pray for you. This is a, is a group where let's pray for you. You've just been through sickness. I don't know what kind of, what's going on, but that, uh, that fits you? Okay, we will pray. At you as well. We just pray. I hear you. We just we just pray with you, Lord. We just agree. Ah, all we have to do is agree with the Holy Spirit. We just agree for healing. We we just break the power of the sickness, the condition, the infection, the d- disease, anything. We break it in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you that right now you're turning things. You're turning things. You're turning things. You're turning things. The Lord, the virtue of Jesus Christ is flowing right now tonight. We thank you for that. We thank you, Lord. 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 God's going to tweak your finances, too. I see a stretching going on. It's going to get easier to for your make ends meet. That's what I see. Pretty cool. Anybody else see a lot of sickness? We just agree with you. That, that seems, it's like out of character for you or something, but it's just been hitting you hard. I really believe it's in five years with a blood disease and stuff. And they can't figure out, okay, this is cool because it's cool that the Lord's doing it, not that you had it. But, but, uh, it's kind of annoying that I have it. Yeah. First name? Tom. Tom. Oh, that's right, Tom. Sorry, I don't, looks so skinny. Um, <laughs> Let's all agree. Lord, we agree with Tanya that this thing is cursed, this blood thing is cursed, and we just command anything the enemy's tried to do. We break its power. We break its, its threat to her. We break it in the name of Jesus Christ. We declare that Tanya is free. And Lord, even now, we're, we know you're giving her a blood transfusion. We know you're giving her new, new blood. And that... I just hear this word in my spirit, these two words, fresh start, fresh start. Thank you, Lord. And uh, there's a call on your life more than you realize. And, and I hear the Lord saying, saddle up, saddle up, uh, because your destiny is going to start to unfold this year. And, and there's going to become a very broadening of your vision, an ex, like an explosion of your vision. 
and the enemy has tried so hard to hinder you. This has been an, this has been an attack of the enemy. It really has. But, but it's going to be amazing how God turns things around. You're going to be in awe of what goes on because the hand of the Lord is on you and the enemy is so defeated. So we thank you, Lord, for the great peace and glorious, the way you do things so perfectly. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen, amen, amen. I can just feel that blood changing. I can literally just feel that. I, the anointing is so amazing. Glory to God. Man, I feel drunk. Oh, my. That stuff hits me. We want to just pray for Jerry tonight. Lord, we just ask for peace. For Jerry, God, we just thank you for the amazing peace of God, the presence of the Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for just... Uh, you know what I hear? I hear the Lord. He's saying he's adjusting things. He's adjusting your body. And, and uh, Lord, we just, I, I just feel the Holy Spirit saying we're to, we're to pray for expediting things, the situations you face. So, God, we just pray for an expediting of everything, that, that you'll, just, you'll just put your hand in this situation, you'll move quickly. And, Lord, this is, you said you wouldn't give us anything too much to bear. And, God, we just thank you. We just thank you for this. I don't know what's going on, but I feel God giving a strategy out of heaven. I just feel this wonderful strategy just taking place. God, we thank you that you're going to do things that we're going to say it wasn't by might or power, but it was by the Holy Spirit. We thank you for it. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. Wow. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. How many people here have a birthday in the month of February? How many have one every year? Uh, <laughs> I just, how many, just raise your hand again if you have a birthday in the month of February? Right here in Harry. Just two of you, three of you. I just felt I'm supposed to pray for those people. So Harry, come, come down here a second if you would. Who else is down here? Any other Februarys? Yeah, yeah brother, come up here. We're just going to pray with you. Holy Ghost knows what he's doing. I just feel this thing about, you know, I was, I was talking about these, how we get these thoughts. But I see this, I see, Harry, this like this fire, like, you know, the Bible, like Isaiah said, you're going to hear a word behind you saying this is a way, walk in it. But I, feel, I just feel this. It's like a comforting fire. The clarity is going to be amazing. The Holy Spirit mm. giving you thoughts, giving you mm. uh, just, just real specific things is going to come. Lord, we just thank you. You know, I just feel there's something about this coming year. What day is your birthday? The fourth. The fourth. So, Lord, we know that since Harry's turned 50, we just, mm. we just thank you, Lord, for this amazing I want to tell you in my spirit here, this is going to be a mind-boggling year in your life. Lord, we just thank you. Between now and February 4th of 2014, that this is going to be a monumental, mind-boggling year. And again, Harry, I just see this fire. I see this fire behind you. It's just the Holy Spirit fire. Thank you, Lord, for just speaking. Thank you, Lord, for all those thoughts. I feel that fire. Yep. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Man, do I feel the presence of God. I don't know what he's doing, but man, I feel it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
I see this fresh bread. I see this dough that's being rolled out like it's, there's something so new in your experience that it's going to be, it's going to be mind-boggling. Glory to God, glory to God. Your wife will not have health problems. I see her. Sh- I see thing. I see her just shaking things off, and they're just nothing sticking to her. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. I see your daughter having this brand new hope. This uh, this amazing hope that's that's just filling her. And uh, uh, all I can say. This is the sentence I'm hearing. Every void in her life is going to be filled. Hallelujah. First name again is Chris. Lord, we thank you for Chris. Oh, my God. Oh, the anointing hits my legs. It just drives me crazy. Hallelujah. It feels good, though. Um, oh. <laughs> Lord, we thank you for Chris. I just feel so much about your destiny is, is getting stirred up here. Your destiny the focus, Chris, is coming, it's, it's just coming more clear. And uh, in your life, people are going to begin to recognize the call of God on you. They're going to recognize things. And you're to be so careful to always go to God and not just take opportunities, not just go through doors because they're open, but go to God and say, God, I want to be right in the center of your will. And... Uh, God planted a seed in you a long time ago, and that thing's beginning to germinate. That thing's beginning to flourish, and the destiny, it's just like it's opening up. You're going to know fulfillment. And if you'll say, God, I'm going to purpose to stay focused on you, I'm not going to go by it. Opinions of men, you're going to be amazed how many detours God's going to spare you from. Praise God, praise God. Amen. And we just pray. You're a February person. Every year, February 9th, <laughs> your name is Gloria. Lord, we just thank you for Gloria. I feel like there's been some attacks against your health. I just feel like there's, there's been a, 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 like a spirit of hopelessness, confusion, just different things trying to hinder you. And we just thank you, Lord. Thank you. We just thank you for Gloria. We thank you, Lord, for the presence of the Holy Spirit. We just anoint her right now with your oil in the name of Jesus Christ. We just anoint her with strength. And uh, I, I see this, the Lord, just he's going to give you joy. The joy of the Lord, the, his presence in your life is going to be so supreme. You're going to laugh at adversity. There's some people that you are close to that are, do not know the Lord at all. They, they do not have any understanding of the Lord, but yet... In the very new future, you're going to lead them to the Lord. They're going to come to the things of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I mean, these, these, there's, there's two or three there that are just complete darkness. You watch because they're going to come to the Lord. Hallelujah. So praise God. Hallelujah. Three years ago, I was just in this church in Tallahassee. Three years, the, the, the word of the Lord came to this guy about something similar that he said. He said, I'm, uh, I don't know what kind of back, he had an Amish background, but he, all his relatives, unsaved, he said that was, he said every single relative has gotten saved since that word. See, it's just so amazing. Praise God, praise God. But, but the point is, 
I just can't drive this home strong. God's talking to all of us every day. We've just learned to tune him out. But if you start talking about it, if you don't do anything else, just talk about him. If you can't talk about him, just praise him. Something about the Holy Spirit, he, just, he gets excited with you. If you've never dreamed dreams, start asking God, give me a dream, and you'll be amazed. Because he's waiting to be asked. And, and it's just, uh, this, this Holy Spirit is very user-friendly. And, and he's, very, he's very willing to, to talk to us, to commune with us. But we get so used to just going through, and we depend so much on our brains, we don't give him access. <sighs> David, I saw you in the Spirit. It's like you, sometimes you feel like you're drowning. It's like, but your head's above water. And it's like, I don't know what to do. I'm just, it's like I'm treading water, I'm treading water, I don't know what to do. But all of a sudden, it's like the water wasn't that deep, and you could put, you could, your feet would touch the bottom. And I hear the Lord saying, he's going to give you amazing strength, and he's going to give you, uh, I see you like the Pied Piper, you're, you're taking the lead, and, and I just see. This is what I see by the Spirit right now. I see things falling in place. I see things getting in order, and I see things that right now it seems so hard and it seems so impossible, but I see God making it easy. That's what I see, and, and there's, there's going to become an easiness to this, and there is substance, whether you feel it or not, there's substance under your feet. Heaven is backing you. Heaven is rejoicing with you, and, and God has all you need at your disposal. Praise God. But it's not hard like you think hard because God's working more than you realize. Even though you can't see it right now, believe me, the Lord is working in your life. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. I haven't seen my friends Mike and Bonnie for a long time. You still live out in Barrington, out in that area? Kind of a slum area. And... <laughs> Lord, we just thank you for Mike and Bonnie tonight. We thank you for their, whew, man, do I feel that presence of the Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the anointing. Thank you, Lord, that this is, man, do I hear this in my spirit. This is your year of jubilee. God, we thank you for this year of jubilee. Glory to God. I feel like there's been a lot of letting go and let God, let go and let God. And I just feel like the Lord taking over more, just like he's in the driver's seat. He's, he's in charge. He's orchestrating things. He's commanding things. And I feel like this has already been happening where God's saying, just let go, let go, let go, and I'm going to let me take over. And I just want to say that what Paul said now unto him, who's able to do exceedingly abundantly beyond all that you could ask or think. God is making a road for you. God is making a highway for you. Oh, God, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you for the... And, and ever since, as soon as I walked over here, I, kept, I see your lives hitting a mark. I see this mark, this, this that you're going to hit the mark God has for you. And I see in the spirit the last seven or eight years, I just see seven slash eight years have been tough. They've been, it's like been a grind. 
but but you're you're there's just something about God's getting ready to reward and God's getting ready to release and God's getting ready to restore and there it's going to be and I hear it's going to be better than you think the way God does things we thank you Jesus we thank you Lord we thank you Lord we thank you Lord Oh man wow let me just pray for my Unattractive sister here. I just bless her tonight. I can't remember your first name. Karen. Lord, we thank you for Karen tonight. Lord, we thank you for your hand of guidance on her life. We just thank you for the, the ongoingness of, of you, Lord, the ongoingness of your presence. Lord, we thank you for guiding Karen, leading her. Karen, I see you like, like coming out of a wilderness. It's like, it's, it's like, I just want to say it's like you've been lost in the woods, but you're coming out into a freedom, and a, I hear this, a merriment, a merriment, hilarious joy. You're going to begin to feel again. You're going to begin to uh, taste again, and, and I just see God flooding your life. I, I hear these words that more is going to happen this, this year than you can say that it's happened in many years. And so, Lord, we thank you for Karen. We thank you for your guidance. Boy, do I feel that about God's guidance. God is going to be so specific and, very, and gentle, but yet you're going to know that you know what you're to do in every step. God said he will order your steps, and he's going to order your steps Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Glory to God. There's somebody I want to just pray with. and I know you have a lot of back pain, but it seems like your name starts with B, the letter B. I don't know if that's your first name or last name, but it seems like you have so much back pain. It seems like you're over here somewhere. Where, where is that person? So, I just That's what I see, the letter B, your name. That fits you? Where are you at? It seems like you're right over here. Don't be shy. While you're thinking about your name, I'm going to just pray for my brother here. Your first name again? Gabriel. Lord, we thank you for Gabriel. We thank you for your hand upon him. Lord, we thank you that he's asking for more. And that, Lord, that you're not going to let him have any less than your very best that you have planned for his life, O oh God. We thank you for amazing strength. We thank you for amazing the rivers of God to flow. Gabriel, you've got a good heritage. There was ministry. I can feel there was ministry in your family. There's ministry there that's been handed down to you and that you're going to carry a mantle, that, that you're, you're going to carry this and take the ministry on to a higher level. There's those who, who you watched. I don't know if this is a father or grandfather or somebody, but I see somebody in the ministry. That same anointing is on you, but it's going to be enhanced. It's going to be greater. Hallelujah. Is that your father that was in the ministry? Oh, I feel that. And, and it's going to just grow, and his presence, the presence of the Lord is going to grow, and your vision is going to grow, Gabriel. And, and you're to just pray with an appetite. Pray like a pig and just say, God, I want more, I want more, I want more. I want the vision you have for me because it's bigger than you. It is bigger than you. Praise God. Do you have back trouble? Is, is that, who's, somebody, do, you have any, do you have trouble in your back? 
somewhat. Let's just pray. What's your name? Laura. Laura. Lord, we thank you for healing Laura's back. We just thank you for the power of the living God. We thank you for the... Whew, man, that hits me. Oh, glory to God. We thank you, Lord, for the wonderful, wonderful power of the living God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, to make our precious sister, Laura. We just thank you for making her back whole. And Lord, I just see the Lord straightening out of things, straightening out a lot of things in your life. And because he's doing it, you're going to have more fun. You're going to have more contentment. You're, you're going to feel like all the pressure's off, and you're going to enjoy God and your daily walk with him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Seems like, do you have a brother? Do you have a brother? Yeah, a twin brother. A twin brother, okay. Oh, Bangert, that's your last name. The B is right then about the back. The B, Bangert. Help, thank you for the help. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> huh? That's right. That's right. But I know it was the Holy Spirit, but it sure sounded like Pastor Merrill. Uh, but, um, <clears throat> so what's going on with your twin brother? Is he, is he a believer? Well, we just pray. God, we just pray for this brother to come to a fire, zeal, God, a relationship with you. We thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in his life, oh God. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Well, the Holy Spirit is so amazing. I can't wait to be... Oh, man, he's just so good. <laughs> I got... I don't know what it is lately. The anointing gets in my legs. It just, uh. Anyway, time flies by. And, yeah. Okay. Amen. Yeah, just come up here a second. She, we'll, we'll, we'll stop here in a second, but she's, she just feels the Lord saying, get prayer. Anxiety attacks. Anybody else have anxiety attacks? That, that kind of stuff. Anybody else in the room get those? If you if you do, come up here. We'll just pray with you right now. Hallelujah. We just pray with you. Let's just pray right now. God, we just pray against anxiety. Everybody, stretch your hand toward Him. Lord, we just speak peace. We speak the peace of Jesus Christ, the presence of Jesus Christ. God, you're the Prince of Peace. You're the Prince of Peace. Lord, there's no room for anxiety. There's no room for stress. There's no room for these heavy burdens. God, we just speak peace. We speak peace. We speak peace. We speak peace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My sister, you've been through a lot of hell in your life, but I want to tell you, the, the, that which God has planned, His, His rain is going to saturate you like the rain that saturates ground you're going to have fulfillment. The years ahead are going to be sweeter, 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 and they're going to get sweeter. They really are. So we speak peace. We speak peace in Jesus' name. Peace, 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 peace in Jesus' name. Thank God for the Prince of Peace. Hallelujah. Everybody hear what we're saying tonight? It's possible to hear from God. It's normal to hear from God. It's 
It's every Christian should be having some experiences every day, seeing, hearing, sensing, knowing. The Holy Spirit is waiting to talk to us. Hallelujah. God bless you guys. Hallelujah. Steve, I'm going to have you pray for us in just a second, if you don't mind just standing up here. Um, And I know that tonight was different than what we normally do at prayer time, but I think it's so important. And as I talk about in our prayer times that um, I want people that have prayed for healing and seen God move in healing to pray for me when I need healing. I want to see somebody who, who practices it pray. And Steve, for decades... God has used him to hear the voice of God, and so he's going to pray for us as we go, um, that we hear the voice of God, that we have that inner witness, that we see the dreams, the visions, that we have that prompting, that we have the mind of Christ, that we have the Word speak to us. And so um, I want us to receive from the Lord tonight. And so that's how we're going to end this. We're going to end this by just being prayed for. And I'm just going to have you open your hands and and receive from the Lord. As we go to, though... um, this, the reason you're here tonight is maybe for what we're about to do. And, and um, a few weeks back, the Lord put on our hearts to pray uh, for the lost. And, and so we had people begin to write down names of people who are lost. And, and of the people, there were 400 names that came in. Wow. And we need people to pray for the lost. And their names are on a card. And on the back of the card is how to pray for them. We call it the heart's prayer. You pray through that for their salvation. And, and um, so I'm going to leave these up here for you to take one to pray for. Uh, you can take up to three. But this is, when you take this, this is a sacred trust that you're taking, that you're praying. Because this is a son or a daughter or a husband or a wife or a grandpa or a grandma um, that many tears and prayers have gone up for. And, and we're going to pray for them until they come to know Jesus. I have mine that, next to my bed. I pray for Michael every single night. I don't even know who Michael is, but I know God's, God's, Amen. God loves him and is good in him. So if you are willing to pray for someone to, to be saved, uh, and you'll come to just take one before you go, um, but would you stand? And I want you just to open your arms up to the Lord, and I'm going to have Steve, who has heard the voice of God and does hear the voice of God, I want him to pray for us so that we hear the voice of God. Maybe you're going to dream dreams for the first time tonight when you go home. Maybe you're just going to have that inner spirit witness, whatever it is, uh, just begin to, to receive from the Lord. Go ahead, Steve. As we pray, there's going to be an impartation. So expect to start having experiences. I'm serious. Expect to start seeing things, dreaming things. Lord, we just pray. I pray for my brothers and sisters. And we just ask, oh God, for, for all of us, that, we can, that it will, the, our inner man will start picking up on hearing what you're saying. Lord, we're asking for pictures, we're asking for visions, we're asking for dreams, we're asking for the spirit of revelation, we're asking for the witness in our spirit, we're asking we can start hearing words in our spirit, we're asking God for all these different ways you speak to us, that there will be an extreme impartation here, that every single person standing here will say, I'm hearing God like I've never heard him before. Lord, we thank you for your word, we thank you for the written word, we thank you for hunger for your written word. But we also thank you for the demonstration of the Holy Spirit in our lives, O God. Lord, make us good students of the word, but also make us good students to respond, to respond, to respond to the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Everybody just say it with me. Thank you, Lord. I belong to you. 
I'm one of your sheep. I hear your voice. Thank you for visions, for pictures, for dreams, for revelation, for peace, for guidance, for understanding, for eyes to see, ears to hear, and knowledge, a recognition of when you talk to me, that I'll know it's you, your thoughts, your love. I know it's going to be fun. Amen. 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 <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. It's good. It's good. And, um, uh, I, know, I know Steve didn't talk too much about it, but, but he has a, a book and a DVD on hearing the voice of God. You want to go deeper in this teaching, pick that up as you go. They're probably going to go pretty quick, so pick that up and um, go in the grace and the peace of the Lord. May, may he bless you and protect you, smile on you, be gracious to you. May he show you his favor and grant you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We pray every Wednesday night, and we go after God. So come back next Wednesday, we pray. And then also, um, we'll see you Saturday night, Sunday morning, and Sunday night. God bless you. If you, if you could take a, a name or two to pray for, please don't take more than three, because we want you just to really dial in. Um, but uh, go ahead and take a name to pray for, if you covenant to pray for those people who are lost.